Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. We are back around the lunch table conversation with your man, Drew, Matt, and Nate. I mean, we are glad to hang out with you again, and we hope you enjoyed this conversation. Nate, how do you want to introduce yourself today? What up? You know my name, so that's weird not to say my name is Nate, um, but I am a lead pastor in Bowling Spring, South Carolina at a church called Life Spring, and we are just pumped that you are here to uh, listen today. Yeah, and my name's uh, Drew Wallingford. I'm the student pastor at a a church called Liberty Baptist in Spring Lake, North Carolina. Um, And uh, yeah, just super pumped about what what we get to talk about today. What what are we talking about today, Matt? What are we talking about? We're going to kind of continue off of what we kind of finished with on our last episode. So if you haven't listened to that yet, go check that out. We talked about what it's really like to work for a church. And as the conversation went, um, we found ourselves talking about maybe some pressure that we feel in that when it comes to working for a church. So today's episode is titled Under Pressure. Uh, what do we feel regularly in ministry? And so I'm about to say, who's going to do it, man? Come on. So much pressure coming down on me. Oh, see, I was going Ice Cube, but but you're right. That is, isn't that the same tune? Yeah, that's did you just say that? Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Come on. Gone out the building. No, not Ice Cube. Oh, Vanilla Ice. My bad. That's the street cred. Is that what you're talking about? Was vanilla you're thinking ice. so much pressure. You thought of Ice Ice Baby? No. Yeah, because it's the same <laughs> tune. It's ting, 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 ting. Let's, it's, let's, that let's song is, before we lose that song is made listening. out of the old one. Like, just, yeah, I just wanted, you know, you know, yes? No. Okay. Yeah, All right. No, I know. I know. Yeah, let's, let's just continue. And I'm more just more glad later. that you're not holding your microphone this week. More- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, hey. I, felt this the pressure be... of getting an actual mic stand. <laughs> okay, so much pressure. This is my first time recording not being concussed with COVID. So hey. The last, the first two episodes, if everyone's like, man, Nate was on it, but ever since then, he has tanked. Um, I'm a little nervous about that <laughs> because the first two episodes, I hadn't eaten in five days and uh, was not all there. And so that's probably the best material I've ever done. It's got to be it. So... It was weird because um, I had to like, I think I called you that afternoon just being like, are you okay? Like, what is going on with you? It was was rough, but hey, here we are. Are you eating now? Oh yeah, I'm great now, man. Um, Most concussion symptoms are gone. No more whatever was going on. Much better. Well, speaking of under pressure, uh, maybe this will be a good entryway into this conversation, but I am a stress eater. When I feel under pressure, I am a, I love to go to a fast food chain and I go all out. Like I want oh, yeah. extra large, you know, bacon, you know, the, the chili cheese fries and from places you should never order chili cheese fries from and on that kind of thing. What do you... <laughs> What is, <laughs> where, where should you ever order those? I don't feel like you don't like chili think, cheese fries. No, I'm just saying, like, it's never a good idea. Just because, oh, well, the, chili oh, cheese fries from like Checkers or O'Reilly's or whatever you call it, wherever you live, is not a good idea. Like, that's no. even doubled down <laughs> on just like who knows what's well, in hey, there. Hey, 
Speaking Does somebody go that, get the double down? Double, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Speaking of that, and I, you know, Matt's trying to get us on point here, but I got to go personal side note. Um, Matt is a very fit man. What are you about six feet tall, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you that haven't had the privilege of seeing this man, he is six feet tall, doing great with his health. Beautiful. Well, today is beautiful his man. birthday, Matt. No nah. birthday. Yes. Yes. I forgive me. Oh brother, for man, come on an now. Entire episode already that I didn't even say happy birthday, but fun, fun shout out. I'm assuming we're gonna have one listener at least, which will probably be our mom. <laughs> well, Drew, Matt. will your mom listen to this? Yeah. She probably will. I'm I'm hoping that my I can get my wife to listen, but yeah, it's okay. a 50 50 shot, you know. I'm, we'll see. That's funny because I'm the exact opposite. I have no desire for my wife to listen because then she'll use this against me. <laughs> oh, my later. God. Well, we, we haven't got to the wife episode yet. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so Matt's birthday, and my mom is the sweetest woman on the planet. She lives with me here in Bowling Springs, and she and my wife, and she shows me some some gifts for Matt last night and they are two XL tall shirts. <laughs> and I, I'm looking at these shirts. I'm like, that's not going to Matt's more fit than I, and uh, they were too big for me. And she's like, well, maybe she goes, does, could Emily maybe hem them or so? I was like, uh, <laughs> this ain't happening, but two XLT Matt, um, it was going to come your way. So I saved no. you from having to have that awkward time. Well, I I appreciate all the compliments, but um, I have I put on some weight. I got the solid. My mid thirties have not been good to me, so they, they might fit <laughs> better than not you realize. Not quite two XLT weight. Those those uh, chili cheese fries hitting you wrong right there. That's what you're saying right now. <laughs> they I I go through phases where it's just like I can't stop eating terrible food, and then I yeah. feel bad, and then I like. Are we allowed to talk about, you know, going number two on this podcast? Because yep. Yep. it's, we are allowed or not allowed. Hey, oh, absolutely. Please. We're don't. allowed to go. <laughs> we're allowed to go number two while talking this podcast. So I am right now. No, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but have you ever, like, when you eat terrible and then I have, like, these marathon poop sessions and then it's it's horrible. And then you go to wipe and it feels like there's, like, a magic marker down there or something because it just takes so long right. to, to get it all so, done. So let, let, let the mature person of the conversation ring us back in here. Um, Matt, what causes so much pressure in your ministry life that causes you to stress eat, which then causes those those magic marker poops? That was the most lead pastor sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> but continue, yeah. please, please, Matt, go ahead. Yeah, um, I, I'm trying to think with, when I start feeling some real stress is when I have an event or a program that I realized was just an event. It, there was no reason why to it. There wasn't like a moment that I felt like, oh, th this is why I got into ministry was because of this moment right here. And if I go through a night like that, that really gets me questioning, like, why am I doing this? Um, or if there was like a, a, an opportunity that a leader missed, then I'm like, okay, am I not training them well enough? And, and, and did I not prep everyone well enough for this? Um, if, you know, it's just those moments where like we did a summer kickoff the other day and all the, it was outside and we had volleyball, lots of really cool stuff. You know, we grilled out for them, you know, just, it was, it was great. Like it was a great event. And when we got to the point where 
uh, some student leaders came to me and said, hey, everybody's vibing so good. Can we just keep this going? And I said, yes. But then at the end of the night, I realized that we just threw a party. Like it was just a party, which I know is okay. Like I, I, I think I'm not uh, quitting or anything like that. What? Okay, you did youth ministry. What? I don't understand the problem. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> the stress comes in feeling like I missed an opportunity for life change. Totally. Like I missed yeah. opportunity for life change, and we also were so relaxed that we. Um, you know, just things like we had check-in, we had follow-up, so we had next steps with students and things like that. But um, I don't know if like our welcome team was taking new students and introducing them to small group leaders, but it was relaxed, mm -hmm. it was easy. But that, these are just the thoughts that are going through my head that whole night and it just starts, you know, weighing yeah. on me. And then before I know it, I'm at Wendy's getting a triple cheeseburger with, you know, <laughs> strawberry lemonade. And, and something like that. And that, that's what gets me. That's what, that's what I start feeling. Yeah. I feel like, um, for me, like that would definitely, that would get me for sure. Like, and the, like, I totally resonate with you on that. Like my, my lead pastor has like this, like, uh, this saying, which honestly I, I use a lot because I feel like, you know, being in a place where you're leading other people who are leading events and stuff like that. Um, like you're, um, it's just important. And so he was like, his saying is that, um, you know, like anybody can just have an event, you know, like the YMCA has camps, like the, you know, the, you know, whatever skate park has students come and hang out for no reason. You know, it's like where we have to do better than that. You know, like we have to give them Jesus. And so it's like the, one of the things that like, I think, and and this isn't to make you feel bad or, or whatever, like that, like, <laughs> like whatever, no, no you know, like we all, we all, no, I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just on saying my like, birthday, Drew, on, on my your birthday, birthday, it's your birthday present from me. No, um, but, but no, the, like, like I just, I've definitely lived that though. Like, and I've, I've definitely like, you know, I think especially like back in the day when I was, um, bivocational just starting, like I literally had a, a ministry that I started from zero students. And, um, you know, when it was like, we were at that 10 student mark and like, we had a night where two of them showed up. Um, it was like, Hey, you know what? Not everybody's here tonight. Let's just go get some ice cream and hang out and talk about Jesus. Mm, um, yeah. and the hangout part happened and it was great and it was fun. But then I went home and realized that we didn't really talk about Jesus that much. And it was oh. like, dang, that sucks. Yeah. Like, it's like the, the, it was like that sort of like, a, oh, like just the, the comfortable. Yes. You know, and like they kind of got in that, that place. But, um, but I'm definitely like, I think I'm my thing for like the stress, like the, where the pressure kind of comes from for me um, is similar. Um, but it's more so like when, um, when I have multiple events that converge, like things that happen at the same time right and so because of my position like i'm over all like babies through high school right and so um i have summer camp that happens in the first or second week of july and then in the first week of august i have bbs right and it's not like you know i, I mean whatever it's, size is not everything right and it's not like it's like a huge like big like crazy deal or something like that right like i have teams and people and stuff like that but like to have like a camp where it's like okay i'm bringing like 60 you know teenagers to the mountains and then like three weeks later i've got a vbs where we're 
possibly going to have like 400 people on campus for VBS. It's like, that's intense. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and I'm not yeah. doing all that stuff. It's just like, I'm responsible for it. So <laughs> much like, pressure. A lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's definitely like, for me, like those, when those things come together or like, it's like Christmas time and then I've got a retreat in the winter, or, you know, whatever it is, you know, like, like when things come together like that, that's when I like really, really feel that pressure. And it's hard too, because people are like, oh, nobody noticed that this didn't happen. Yeah, but I know it didn't happen. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody noticed that this, this was fine. No, you know, no big deal. No, no, no. I know that it could yeah. have been better. And that, that's a tough one. Yeah. For, for sure. I, um, I'm all over the map on this one. So like, believe it or not, I'll just be kind of short and sweet really. Cause I don't have a clear cut, like, doubt that like i said i have i, <laughs> I have <laughs> such a great uh culture here honestly and support system um but my pressure would come from myself i guess in the sense of i had this weird pressure a lot to be something everybody wants me to be or and, and i am a people pleaser uh, thousand percent so the pressure of like hey you have volunteers you know stipend you don't have people that can commit a lot of hours to the job but yet you still have expectations you still have this um being a control freak, but yet doing church as a team to say, hey, y'all leave, you do it. I pour into interns a lot. That's a big part of our ministry. So it's a lot of pressure to lead well, but also get the job done the way that I feel the Lord wants us to do it. And or Nate wants us to do it. <laughs> can I get can I get a little personal with you, Nate, here? Come on, brother. Come on. What about what we talked about at that intern academy retreat? I, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little plug for intern academy. So that's well, where well, we, uh, yeah, we should yeah. do a recording for that as well. Just play the same recording every time someone mentions intern academy. Yeah, I for heard. sure. Um, <laughs> but you you told me that you felt this weird sense of like yep. during a um, time of like meditation and prayer, like you you really started thinking about what other people were doing a lot or yeah. something like that. I mean, like, does that not play into your regular life as a lead pastor at your church? So it's interesting, man. Like, you know, I, boy, I don't want anything to come off the wrong way at all. Um, so, for example, like I look up so much to the you know, a lot of the leaders that they're at, I, the chip Taylors of the world, the Mark Shaners of the world who in my, you know, bubble are, are huge. And I had this pressure at this trip with others. I just thought, well, I wonder where they go or I wonder what they do. Um, I even asked, you know, when we had your, our, in our denomination, we had the international youth convention leader there one year and he was in a room with chip and mark and all these guys and i asked chip i was like dude what do y'all talk about in your bunks you know at night you know like i want to make sure i'm having those conversations and i want to make sure i'm doing that so i put this pressure on me to like and chip's like dude we talk about you know farting and and how's your family doing and getting old like and so i still put this pressure on me though to think well i got to do how they're doing it because they're so awesome and people look up to them so much i want to be that and so yeah i had this weird moment at this last retreat where i was just like where did they go what are they doing i thought no just do you man just be you you know get with god obviously in that setting and then at my local church it's you know it's pressure because you know unfortunately <laughs> again it sounds really bad but i do feel like a lot of people look up to me as that you know to say yeah. whoo you know um I'm very close to a lot of people. So um, you have a lot of pull, a lot of say. So then it's the pressure of, hey, I got to be on my, on it. You know, I got to spend time in the word. I got to be who I need to be in Christ because there's a lot of pressure because a lot of people look up in that sense. So 
in those other settings and in, in, in the local church setting, you know, just trying to forget about everybody else in a sense of like how they do it or whatever. Because I am very, I just did a personality exam with uh, our interns and I'm not a risk taker. So I'm going to research it. I'm going to see how other churches did it. And then I'll try that as opposed to just jumping out. And I think that's the pressure of, I want to make sure this works, you know, mm -hmm. so. What um, Drew, what do you, or I guess to all of us, do you guys, is there pressure from other people? Like has parents put pressure on you? Oh. Has your you know, obviously, Nate, you're the lead pastor, but has your staff put pressure on you? And then Drew, has the staff put pressure on you? Um, how do you guys, or do you guys experience much like pressure from others? Yeah, I feel like there's definitely, um, I think especially when I started here, um, the previous um, student pastor and uh, that was here before me, it was here for 10 years. Um, and so it was like, definitely like, a, like, are you going to measure up kind of pressure? Um, and, um, you know, I, I think, you know, I realized uh, fairly quickly, I, th I think at least for my personality of being able to hold on to things um, <laughs> that, that, um, that like, no matter what, like if there were people that were asking that question that I wasn't going to in their eyes, you know? And so, um, especially when like, you know, I came here because there was due change that needed to happen that like, wow. you know, that they picked me because I could do that change. And so, um, you know, and so that was kind of like, that was definitely a big part of like starting here, but I think also there's like this, um, this also like underlying pressure from some families to like, um, to be like really biblically sound, um, you know, all the time and like to never mess up on some of those things. Um, and then also to like, to just like make really big things happen, you know? Um, and that's not necessarily like a, it's not spoken pressure or, or like anything that like I, um, I experience from people where it's like, Oh, you better not mess up or whatever. But it's like, if there's ever like, a student who feels slighted or like, you know, certain families that have a, a small, small issue, like, um, you know, sometimes that will blow up, you know, <laughs> like I, I literally had a, uh, I had a family one time who, um, they, they come to our church still, but their students aren't very active in, 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 or their kids aren't very active in student ministries anymore. Um, because one time I had mentioned Marvel and like the whole Marvel movies and, you know, MCU kind what? of stuff. And, um, they, That's like they actually youth ministry. I know, there. I know. Yeah. But they, they actually scheduled a, um, a meeting with me and my lead pastor, wow. um, and sat down and like quoted scripture of like the, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I would botch it if I tried to like pull the reference out of my brain, but like the, uh, the scripture where Jesus says, you know, to, you know, it's better for someone to be cast into the sea, um, you know, with rocks, like <laughs> than to lead children astray. And it's like, I was like, dang, like, like wow. I wasn't even telling them, I wasn't even telling them to go and watch them or, or anything like that. It was just like, Wow. just referencing you know like oh this thing that everybody knows about you know how did your how did you feel pressure from your pastor after that the other person in the room like did they were they did they how did they follow up with you after that conversation so honestly i think um i'm i'm really blessed to have like a, a solid solid lead pastor um who like my, has my a, youth pastor is as well 
yeah but like to <laughs> to have to have a uh like to have like the the know-how to like kind of see through like okay well they were frustrated because of like maybe this one thing or whatever you know this one part of it that really wasn't real you know like that i wasn't mm -hmm. encouraging students to like you know not listen to their parents if they were not supposed to watch it or whatever you know but like um to you know but also to have like this this understanding of like okay like we can be gentle with him this this guy who had this meeting you know but then also to kind of take it forward and say hey you know um like you know in in some ways like i think you know he's pretty wise in the way of like there's always something to learn from those meetings right like mm -hmm. to like take forward of like okay we got to learn something about our people or maybe this part of our people or whatever um but like at the same time it's it wasn't a big deal like i didn't get i didn't catch extra pressure from him it was like okay well let's learn from this and go forward and, you know even if there's not something like a, oh you did something bad you got to learn from your mistake it's like okay well maybe say that differently next time or, or whatever you know yeah it's like it's like that seed has been planted in your head to start thinking about like when you say something that you would say normally now a seed's been planted in your head to think overthink everything yeah and nate as a lead pastor i feel like you probably get a lot of different people's faith perspectives of that how do you handle you know letting that pressure or stress or whatever you want to call it how do you let that kind of exit exit yeah, your life so so again well first of all this conversation literally gave me a whoo, light went off i figured out the pressure part for me and because my, so my answer to your question is man i we're such a laid back strong culture here of support for me to be me and to to do what i do um, um my when i was becoming lead pastor coming out of youth ministry i asked every lead pastor their advice they said be yourself completely rely on god and be yourself and i'm truly at a place where i can do that um, which is good and bad <laughs> um but what um what i've realized is and it's in no negative way on any of of the of my church but like the pressure for me is like you know they do um <clears throat> they do believe in me so much they believe that the lead pastor leads the vision and cast the vision and, and leads the church and leads the teams in the sense of the leaders and all that where a great example somebody i'm very close to so we're we're growing um and we're in a building right now that we just don't have enough space so we're very close to having to go to two services but when to do that you know how to make that call um when to to go, move on from our first traditional service which is kind of, which has dwindled to doing two modern services um man that's a lot of pressure and i mean i had a guy i'm very close to say dude i believe 100 percent you're going to know exactly when the time is right and so that's great and you're like okay but then i'm like wow we have a part-time worship leader with a volunteer band that's already playing in one service now you're gonna ask them to do two we have mm. you know a need for more volunteers in the sense of like man it's hard enough to do kid life ministry where we have lifestyle commitments and and commit you know like more to it to serve and background checks and all of course like you know i, I look at our kid life director meg and she's like oh, two i gotta i gotta cover two service you know uh, she's on a stipend so like i feel the pressure of yeah we should do all this but then i see every angle and every person's mm -hmm. perspective and i'm like yeah you know, our band alone right now is absolutely pouring everything into that one service, which is amazing. Like I said, they're volunteer. They practice during the week. They come on Sundays, um, not getting paid a dime. And yet now we're like, hey, by the way, we're going to probably have to do two where we hardly even have a rotation enough people. So that's my pressure, man. It's like, yeah, yeah 
we believe Nate's going to lead us when the best time to do that is God's going to show it to him. And then the pressure of, okay, but then how and, and when and whew, make sure it's right. right. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's definitely one kind of pressure that like, like, as you were saying that, like the pressure to like, um, have something follow through when you say it's time to change like, you know, it's like you, you like, even if you really do feel it, like, it's like, okay, yeah, this is definitely God. Like it's time. Let's go. You know, it's like at the same time, it's like, it's still going to be like the, oh, well, we don't have enough volunteers for that and it's like okay well god's gonna provide you know because i really feel like it's time and it's like well how can you say that <laughs> it's like we, we don't have anybody provide, but the people don't listen and do it okay <laughs> yeah. well with all this being said um we're kind of coming up to that one minute kind of closing thoughts on on this kind of stuff because i mean i feel kind of bad because like as you're talking about pressure i'm getting a text message from a volunteer who's doing some awesome things for me right now and just that pressure to answer you know to be available to answer yeah. all that stuff and that kind of thing is, is that, interesting. that's matt's what nice way of saying he doesn't have any more time for us drew <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Drew, if you can give us your one minute closing kind of thoughts on this, on this topic and and that kind of thing. Honestly, I think like, um, for me, like when I think about these pressures and stuff, I think the, the thing that really comes up, um, the most, you know, in, in my heart is this idea of like, okay, yeah, some of those pressures are real, right. You know, it's like this, this, like healthy like understanding of like okay there's things that need to be done and it's sort of like my it's my position to take care of those things right and so it's it's not wrong for us to like feel those pressures you know but the thing is that um at the end of the day you have to have like your north star like your sort of like thing that guides you through um and sort of like the why you know for all the what's right um and i think for for me like just focusing on life change of kids and students um and like communicating that to my people too like you know like having you know because like sometimes they feel pressures of like oh well i don't have decorations done for my building for Sunday morning for this new series we're doing or whatever. And it's like, listen, what's on the checklist. <laughs> it's like, and they know like the answer is life change. That's the only thing that's on the checklist. You know, like who cares about anything else? Um, it's like, yeah, decorations are nice and everything, but like at the end of the day, like did God's word get spoken? Like did kids have a chance to like say yes to him? You know, it's like, that's, those are the things that matter the most. And so I think for me, um, it's just important for you to know what your why is, um, you know, what, whatever that might be for you. Wow. Nate, what about you, man? <clears throat> so a little different direction, but same concept, man. I think when it comes to pressure, um, kind of speaking to any interns out there or people new to ministry or searching for a ministry position, honestly, um, you will feel a lot of pressure as is. But if you go into a, a, a church, a setting that the pressure they create doesn't line up with you and who you are or, the, or what you do. And an example would be, so if, if you have a pressure, the pressure by your team, your leader, whatever to say, well, we want our youth group to go from 50 to hundred, or we just want a hundred kids here every week. And you're like, well, I wanted to do prayer journals and disciple and pour into them individually. <laughs> That's more me. That 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 pressure is gonna gonna kill you. <laughs> um, you're gonna try to grow this group, or, or you're gonna. I, five middle schoolers did prayer journals this week, and they're gonna be like, yeah, but you only had ten kids at the youth. You know, we we said a hundred. You know, so 
um, knowing the culture, knowing the fit, knowing your job description, what you're expected, what's expected of you heading into a position, because um, there's going to be pressure either way. And so make sure it's a place where you can lead biblically and lead the way you feel called to in the midst of all that pressure. Because if, if you're pressured to do things outside of what you believe in or theology, um, you know, style, all that, um, it's going to be way too much if you don't line up with it. Well, hey, um, this is a great conversation. And I just want to say to all our listeners, there's no pressure to listen to this podcast. But if you want to like download and share or leave a comment, no more that pressure. would be great. <laughs> yeah. So thank you guys, man. We hope that you've enjoyed this lunch table with us. And-